1: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select campus events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
2: MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season.
1: And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira.
2: The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is
3: two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Thursday edition we look back on the legend that is Bobby Knight passing away and we will discuss and hear back on one of the legendary moments and coaching rants of his career. We're also going to talk about the Texas Rangers and their World Series win and I know what you're thinking what about the NFL? Oh, you're going to be inundated with NFL conversation. The Raiders introduced their new head coach and we like what we here. We've also got a look around the NFL, like two teams in the NFC North that are both struggling and could be headed in the same direction in a hurry. We're also going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got a look ahead to Thursday night football with some over unders. Albert Breer is going to stop by and we've got you in and you out. It's all yours. Coming up next here, two pros and a cup of joe on a Thursday Fox Sports Radio. Now let's
4: get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: Oh, hell yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington. It's Brady Quinn. It's Jonas Knox with you here. You know you can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You know you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And you know damn well we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We'll help you get there in unmatched selection, fast shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fired up here on a Thursday morning.
5: All right, all right. You're fired up. I'm, I'm sad, man.
0: Sad. We lost a legend in sports last
5: night. Oh yeah, Bobby. Yep. Big I, Bobby. I love
0: that guy, and yeah. I know
3: I listen. I know nowadays, probably in the minority when it comes to, well, you know, that wouldn't be accepted these days, and his treatment of players and all that. That was old school as old school could get, and I thought yep. he was hilarious. Mm. I, I thought it was great. He
0: was effective too in his oh, era. Yeah. yeah, he was an Ohio guy. You know, a lot of people recognize him as uh, you know the Indiana head basketball coach because of his success there as a coach, but. Born in Ohio, born right outside of uh, of Maslin, and uh, went to Ohio State. Like I, I grew up knowing Bobby Knight for that. Like he was a part of the teams with John Havlicek and Jerry Lucas that they won a national championship. They went to three. They actually lost in the in the finals twice, um, but that was kind of the legend of of what I knew of him growing up in Columbus, Ohio. And it, you know, it was interesting watching his coaching career because. As as great of a coach as he was, there was also controversy that came along with it. But you couldn't deny the fact that he was passionate about the game. He was passionate about the players he coached. Um, And I just, you know, it's one of those legendary coaches that you lose, and you say like, there'll never be anyone like Bob Bob Knight again, never. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty awesome too to hear the stories of coaching. the olympic teams with with michael jordan and, and so many so many other greats that he was able to be a part of and coach and uh, and and, he, and even for the guy who he I mean he's quoted as saying he thought he was the greatest basketball player he'd ever seen before he even touched a basketball in the nba yep. and when you hear him tell stories about how he'd coached him and how he talked to him how he tried to motivate the greatest basketball player in history in his opinion it was just great it's just fantastic to uh, to listen back to and, and think about not just it's beyond sports it's beyond like motivating a human who's done stuff that no one else has ever seen before so it was pretty cool to look back on some of his quotes and uh, comments
3: um you guys uh remember the great Purdue rant uh, I believe this was somebody had mic'd up or there was a mic going in the locker room and uh, it got leaked uh, he was just so fed up losing to Purdue and being kind of a mediocre team at that time so you tell me if if this would be something that we could hear nowadays from coaches and the way people take stuff personally
6: what a point that I'm getting the out of here. I mean, if you're not going to recover Greg Graham, if you're just going to let him drive by you, if the rest of you are going to let him catch the ball outside the three-second lane and drive all the way in here without one guy challenging him, then I'm leaving and you guys will run until you can't even suffer. Now, I'm tired of this. I'm sick and tired of an 8-10 record. I'm tired of losing to Purdue. I'm not here to around this week. Now, you may be, but I'm not. Now, I'm going to... I can guarantee you that if we don't pray up there Monday night, you aren't going to believe the next four days. Now, I am not here to get my ass beat on Monday. Now, you better understand that right now. This is absolute bull****. I'll run your ass right into the ground. I mean, I'll run you... You'll think last night was a picnic. I had to sit around for a year with an 8 and 10 record in this lake. And I mean, you will not put me in that position again, or you will damn pay for it like you can't believe. Now so you better
5: get your head out of your. Ass. <laughs>
3: Never, I love it. I swear to God.
5: I bet you, so many people will hear that and be mortified. Oh God! Wow. Today's type wow. of person—that's that's too much. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was. Gonna that's say, too much. That's—they call that bullying.
3: I was going to say, you ever? You think we'll ever hear that again? Let that ever be something that – or it would even be made public because of the yeah, reaction. Yeah. It, yeah.
5: it won't be made yeah. public. It
0: won't be made public. Yeah, but, You know, pe- people tend to forget, too, he coached Coach K during his time at Army. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he consulted with Bo Schimbeckler. I mean, it, it touched – t- it touched all sorts of different sports during his time. I mean, he he's a legend. And uh, that's the toughest part is I I know you want to get off to some little cheery, happy start. It's kind of hard, though, when you lose a guy like that, that uh, that everyone looks I I mean, at least I looked at always as one of the the greatest coaches, not just basketball, but like greatest coaches of all time, because he was so unique in the manner in which he did it. And I think he was like that. I mean, I I don't know how how your guys grandfathers were, but, you know, my my grandfather, my uh, my mom's side was tough. And he didn't show you love very often. When he did, it was like those moments that, that you like really kind of clung to. But he was always trying to teach you something, at least from what I can remember, because he passed away when I was young. But uh, I remember being like scared of him. But at the same time, like any anytime he wanted to talk to me, I always went over to him. I'd, I'd listen, and he'd try to teach me something and try to impart something. He kind of reminded me as more of one of those figures than anything else. You know, you mentioned him coaching – uh, coach K at,
5: at Army that's that's what he that's what he came of, that's what I always looked at him as he was just a representation of what that military military mindset represented while some may look at what he was doing or how he was handling things look to be more like like I said like bullying or fear fear factors and stuff like that when you start to think about the importance of life and death, which that's what it was connected to to the military your training the things you did your execution just understanding what was at stake was your life and and when you when you're at army that's 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 a that's a common threat that connects and bonds everybody together and that was how I was raised I never served and I would never want to pretend to act like I did because I know how important And and how serious in nature, you know, serving represents. And and so to me, just growing up now, my father, he found God um, when he came back from from um, from Vietnam. So it, it wasn't my dad wasn't the type in the house that used profanity or anything like that. But my granddad, like you said, and he was a a church going, man, he was a deacon in the church too, but he wasn't a deacon the other uh, six days of the week (laughs) as it applied to how you were supposed to do things and how you were supposed to handle things. And there's just a certain cadence and a certain way that you go about encouraging and influencing the ones around you that you love and you care about, and it may have come across as not not caring it may have came across as a little you know crasp or 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 just very aggressive but all in all it was out of love and that was the one thing you always heard you know from the players like the most you know the one I listened to the most and you hear the most about um, historically for me was Isaiah Thomas talking about him and and how much they loved him as a coach and and what what his 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 approach to discipline and his approach to creating a standard. Like, I don't want to run. I don't want to run so much that it makes playing the game seem like a picnic. I don't want, I don't want to have consequences to me not being the person that I know the standard that's been created for us to be. I don't, I don't want those consequences. And then you start to apply those things In your everyday living and in your everyday life, you get up on time. You're afraid to not get up on time on your own. There's no, the only consequences are the consequences you have to deal with in those moments. But when you have somebody in your life, a figure in your life, a role model in your life, like a Bobby Knight, while many may think his, his techniques and his approach may have been maybe, I don't know, too aggressive or whatever it is, you may have wanted to think out of pocket, but I just know when you have coaches that care as much as Bobby Knight did and went after it and approached it the way that he did. It was, was, to me, it was more of a work of art to admire versus to be mortified and to be scared of because it takes somebody that believes enough in what you do, the talents that you have – to approach you in a way where they can force you to go to depths and places in in your in your emotions and in your mind where you never would have made it if you didn't have somebody who didn't push you to that that place so shots out to him man he influenced a lot of coaches a lot of different styles that, that, you know, maybe maybe a dying art, but shots out to him and, and respect to him, and, thoughts and prayers to his family. Yeah,
3: and, and you can question a lot of things about, okay, well, his approach, the things he said, the way he talked to people, you can't question the results, man. His impact on the sport, you know, you mentioned the story about Michael Jordan recognizing that early, the Olympics, Isaiah Thomas, all those players, Coach K, um, Aaron Torres, who covers college basketball, also has a show here on Fox Sports Radio. He had a little nugget that he sent out on Twitter yesterday that... Jim Calhoun, the former UConn coach, he was actually he was offered the Northwestern and the UConn job the same offseason. He was leaning Northwestern, and Bobby Knight convinced him to go to UConn, and the rest is history. Completely wow. turned around that program. They won all those national titles. So just his influence even to this day, and you see the outpouring of, of modern-day coaches, and it's just an extension of all the messaging and, and just his approach throughout the course of his career. He was awesome, I, man.
0: I only have one question.
3: Yeah, what's that? I only
0: have one question. What's that? Um, well, how is he going to be buried? Because uh, I think <laughs> based on some things he said, I think we know how he wants to be buried, right? Yes, we do.
6: <laughs> when my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my
5: He's just awesome. Well, there you go, bravo, man. And if they do it, that might be the dopest ass ever in the history. Y'all kiss
0: coach's ass. Yeah, it's just awesome. I love Um, it, man. I love it. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, you know what I was thinking about too, and when we talk about coaching styles and the manners which they do, is is I always felt like if you were going to criticize anyone, it was never going to be a player of a Bob Knight coach team. And in part because he he always made himself the target, and I, I I think there's like a a brilliance in that too. Now maybe some people will say it's egotistical because guys can do it in different ways. Like you don't have to do it the way he did it, where everything seems like that, um, you know, much more strict and tough demeanor. You could do it in a way that it just constantly brings attention to yourself. But the reality was is like as a player, I'm sure all those guys, as much as they were. Coached hard, they were still they knew they were loved and that he was gonna step up to the play for them every single time, and yeah. that's there's something to that you know there is something to it,
5: yeah,
3: well, listen, uh rest in peace to the great Bobby Knight and as Lavar mentioned, thoughts and prayers to his family, uh just an awesome career, uh amazing impact, and uh it's fun to hear and listen back to. Some some words that you'll probably never hear from a modern-day coach, or at least never hear publicly from a modern-day coach uh, in this day and age. So awesome stuff there. It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you burn That's right, everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at Discover.com forward slash match. So we are going to have the usuals coming up later on. We've got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got Over-Unders and Hour 2 as we look ahead to Thursday Night Football, Week 9 is upon us in the NFL and we're gonna close up shop with another edition of You In or You Out. It's all yours until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. But we do have some strong messaging. All right. Maybe, maybe a new era of football for one organization in the NFL, and you'll hear why. That's next.
7: You can listen to the Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up a little over 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, there are rumblings, rumors of a potential blockbuster trade in the NFL. We will give you the details on that. Again, a little over 20 minutes from now here on FSR. But we talked yesterday about the news of Josh McDaniels is firing from the Las Vegas Raiders, and obviously Dave Ziegler, the general manager, is out as well too. Which means step right up, Antonio Pierce. You've got the job. You're going to be the man in charge of steering this organization back to their winning ways for at least the remainder of this season. And so Antonio Pierce met with the media yesterday, talked about growing up a Raider fan, and also a- answered a question about what the plan is at quarterback moving forward.
8: I had opportunities to leave and go to other organizations. I decided not to. The short story, the matter of fact, is I grew up in Compton, California. I was born a Raider. I was born with the Raiders rolling in the Coliseum in L.A. I was rolling with NWA, talking straight out of Compton, Mm -hmm. rocking Raider hats. So when the opportunity came to work with Josh and Pat Graham and Dave, I jumped on it. So that's what set me up for this. I was born this way. This is about the players. This is about the Raiders. And this is about this organization. And we're tired of losing. It's not a good feeling. We're a production-based business. We're about competition, being competitive, and play with an edge and a swag and a certain confidence that we walk out that damn tunnel that everybody watching TV can see it.
9: So
8: the quarterback position forward, it'll be Aiden going for it. Why, why Aiden? We just feel like this is the best chance.
9: What was the reaction like in the locker room when you made that announcement?
8: Very supportive. All right, so there we go. That's your brand new head coach <laughs>
3: of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Peasy. <laughs>
5: just Sounds about right.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, Jeff Saturday. It went well the first game too. Just and then you, uh, you
5: feel like that's a great a great comp? I
3: mean,
0: you know, <laughs> just... I mean, Jeff Saturday wasn't even coaching on the team. Like, at least Antonio Pierce knows this team's been there. Like, like you can't compare the two. Yeah. It'd, be like, it'd, be, it'd be like you drinking next to... I mean, that's just... It was such an... Uh, I mean, I know he was close with Jim Irsay, and obviously he followed the organization, and he was an uh, amazing player in the organization, but it's just like... I had to call someone in who hasn't been a part of it all year. It just it seemed a bit odd. Yeah, far fetched,
5: outlandish, and I hope they could have worked. Just because Jeff Saturday is a former player, and I, know, and you were, I just you were hope that for it, man. I was rooting for him for it to work. I really was. I think. Well, look, we're all rooting for him to work.
0: Yeah, but like you also have to be real with yourself, realistic, about. real, real yeah. logical.
5: Yeah, I mean that there, and and just. I don't. I don't think it's a great comp to to put AP in that that yeah. type of type of realm. Just because he's he has proven himself, he he's been he's been great as a player, but he's also gone through the process and and the development. I mean, if you listen to him in his soundbite, he sounds like a coach, <laughs> and he and I told y'all yesterday before we even had any sound from him, he's going to sound like how Campbell sounds out of Detroit he's got a lot of fight fight in him he he leads with his heart um but he's also very cerebral he's very organized he understands how to to organize the team structure practices structure meetings structure a lot of the things that you know go into being a a successful coach and you know I don't know how this turns out um I know they have some I know they have some players on this team. Can they can they be motivated and inspired enough to be something different than what they've already shown thus far? I think it's possible. However, I do think that it is going to be a tough challenge for them to to just turn this around and start being you know, this winning team.
3: I I don't have any questions about the defense. Like, like, as far as look, there are better defenses in the league, but they play their ass off. They play their ass off the other night. You saw that. I'm offensively, and you know Mick Lombardi was the OC. He got clipped. Um, Bo uh, Hardagree is going to be taking over. He was the quarterbacks coach, and obviously, you heard they mentioned that Aiden O'Connell is going to be the starter moving forward. That's the parts that, that's intriguing to me because Garoppolo, and I love Jimmy Garoppolo. He doesn't look healthy like he looks like a shell of himself in at his peak and offensively they got nothing going and that's the part of this that i'm i'm really curious to see how they look moving forward because there's also pieces there on offense and if they could get anything from their offense even just the other night that could be a completely different ball game
0: yeah i mean here's the tough thing is you know does does aiden o'connell right now in this moment give you the best chance to win you know, you're probably saying yes to that question because of the turnovers by Garoppolo and his level of play. But if, if, if we're basically, like if we're trying to really determine this based on experience, well, no. The guy who's been to a Super Bowl before probably should give you the best chance to win, but he's not playing at that level right now. And so we'd like to see what we have, this young guy who we drafted this year, who we felt like did a, a decent job when he came in the first time. So, you know, you can't sell that to the median people. So you don't say that, but that's where they're at. You know, Aiden O'Connell gets a shot and they'll see where things go. And the the reality is if, you know, things go bad enough for this team this year, they'll find themselves with a you know, chance to take a, a guy who could change the fortunes of their franchise for years to come, either in Caleb Williams or Drake May or whoever else they would see, you know, fit. So it's, Look, I, I, I think he'll do a good job. I think all the things Antonio Pierce said will will happen. I really do. It just comes down to, you know, can they survive through a change? And if the wins don't come, you know, but the, but they're competitive, they're right in them, that, those sort of things. It, it's just, it's tough. It's tough to make it through an NFL season when you've got so much adversity. And then your head coach, you know, gets fired and the general manager gets fired. Like guys just kind of start, you know, thinking about, what comes next year because that's where the organization is is thinking about, too, in some ways. It's re, it's really hard to get everyone to buy into the moment, um, and that's the tough part, I think, for all involved. Well,
3: I hope that Mark Davis looks at this differently than maybe he looked at the Rich Basaccia interim role because I, I'll bet if he goes back in time, he probably says, man, I, I wish I would have listened – to the people in the building that said, "Rich Pasachio is the guy. Like we don't right. need anybody else. That's the guy." And I really, I wonder if that's going to help Antonio Pierce's cause here. Because what would he need to do? And and you know, we could point to record-wise or whatever. But what would you need to see to legitimately give Antonio Pierce an opportunity at this job full-time moving forward?
0: But I think it, it does come down to record. Like yeah, you, gotta you got to win games. It. Yeah, you just just win, baby. Right? Like that's what his dad said. Like that's. That's what it comes down to. But if they, I think the number is four to five. I
5: think, think it's four to four five. To five. Go 500 or above 500. There's four to five winnable games out of the eight games that they have left, in my estimation assumption. Um, nine games left. Nine games. Uh, they, they need to win four, four to five. I think they need to win four to five. I mean, they had the Giants coming up. I think that's a winnable game. Jets, winnable game. Dolphins, mm, I I would say that would be probably a loss. Chiefs, they play the Chiefs tough, so that's a hard one to say they had the Chiefs twice. Um, So – Minnesota. Maybe, maybe they split. Maybe they split with the Chiefs. I don't know. Minnesota. There. I don't think they're going to be as good a team without Kirk Cousins. So that's a winnable game. Chargers have shown to be a winnable game, but that is a a battle of neighbors. So they'll play each other tough. But that's still to me seemingly a winning game. Then they have the Chiefs again. Then they have the Colts. The Colts is a winnable game. And the Broncos. Broncos is a winnable game. Five and four is not out of the realm of possibility. It's not. And I think if he can get to five wins, he solidifies having a real legitimate conversation resume-wise coming out of this season under the circumstances that they were under to really, really retain this job. If it's less than five wins, I think it really comes down to how – how the the structuring of what he's doing does he look like uh a head coach that can turn this around i think there will be a lot of off the field um variables that are are weighed upon more than just the wins um and they'll look at the personnel and all those things they're going to do anyway. But I think with losses, more losses, I think that there's going to be scrutiny that has different weight other than just the wins and the losses of of what takes place. Because they could really rally and be a competitive team that just can't seem to get a win. So I don't know. I don't know if there's I, a good thing in
0: winning. A good. I, th- a good I think loss. the other thing is you got to avoid off the field stuff. Like it is Las Vegas you do have a lot of players that we've, we've seen some stuff before with some players. Like, y- y- you got to make sure, like, you showcase the fact that, like, you'll be able to keep the team under reps. That's not always easy to do. But I think, that, I think that's another thing. Because, like, you can come with the wins, but if there's, like, stuff off the field that's happening, like, that's always going to be tough to overcome too, right? So I think it's kind of an all-encompassing thing. But I was just – whenever I think Las Vegas, I'm like – and if the boys feel like the season's kind of gone – to the wayside? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, all of a sudden those craps tables and roulette tables start calling. I, I, I was going to say. And they, don't, and they keep you calling. Yeah. Until yeah. you got to go to practice.
3: I, I was going to say, if if, or miss. if Aiden O'Connell's a starter moving forward, do you think Jimmy Gar- Garoppolo's like, screw it, and he just starts doing work in Vegas? I mean,
5: he's got a free lifetime um pass to, to that one ranch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he does, yeah. not So, no. like, at some point... He yeah, has some time, you know, to, to, you know, kill. Yeah, it's like finding
3: that gift card you got last Christmas. You're like, oh, I forgot about this. Let's go to dinner. <laughs> like, why not?
0: You know, yeah, he's not good. starting.
5: Still he, can use this. Yeah. brush this off. Makes some he, sense. He's, he's simple, right? Let me brush that off. Yeah, he's I believe single?
0: so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he find himself. I mean, even if he's not, they'll, they'll keep himself- a secret. <laughs>
5: uh yeah. until they until they need to snitch yeah <laughs> you know pass out have a stroke almost die whatever right. it could be something like really extreme but they will snitch once once something bad happens you know yeah. you gotta be careful
3: now hold on we have a let's go live tour i have an update on jimmy garoppolo's dating life insider lead to laugh for the latest lee
9: yeah stand by for photos but alexandra king Is uh, supposedly no kidding. Is supposedly his girlfriend as of uh, as of uh, start of October. So unless things have changed, hey Halloween. It's only been a
3: month.
0: I mean, come on. The Halloween parties could get a
9: little dicey.
0: So, (laughs) Alexandra King. Oh, are you saying Alexandra? Alexandra. Alexandra. I I
5: had to make sure I heard him right too. Yeah, I mean, no no judgment. I'm saying like, yeah. I mean, not these days. Okay, let me go ahead and see this. A model. Who guessed it?
3: Uh, let's go ahead and take a look. Um,
5: yeah, it'll work. Good for him. Oh, those mm-hmm. fingers are moving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> those were not my fingers, by the way. <laughs> uh,
5: uh, no, 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 no. You're more of a ninja on the keys. Yeah, a little bit quieter. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is. Um, he's from my my family tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's is Italian? he Italian? Yeah, he's from my family tree. Well, I'm just looking at what he's got going on. He's—he's—we're related, 100. You know, we got the same type of vision. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, sort of.
3: Right, you, Lee. Are you all right with
5: that? Lee's not okay with that. Okay, i was gonna say it's all fine Um, with me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all of it.
8: Okay.
3: Okay. Well, listen. You know, eventually you got to graduate at some point. You know what I mean? Do you hear that, though? you hear some, like, like pounding? Oh, it must be the Breeders' Cup right around the corner. It must be those thoroughbreds racing around the track. Because we are in the final stretch to get tickets to horse racing's biggest moment of the year. The world's best are headed to Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup World Championships on November 3rd and 4th. The countdown begins now. and We're going to be there tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. Live from Santa Anita. So get your tickets today at breederscup.com.
5: Come check us out. Hell yeah. <laughs>
3: We'll be in the parking lot at 3 a.m.
5: <laughs> the horse is going to be we'll like, be, you guys keep it down over there? We'll be in that one stall of the horse <laughs> that <laughs> was some, supposed to run. You, know? you guys should get a horse
0: on. <laughs> See if you, if you to come on. Yeah. <laughs> that, is- that might be the only person who's up at that hour.
3: Well, I mean, Lamar is yeah, doing oh, the show.
0: Oh, no. What is that supposed
5: to mean, Jonas? <laughs> yeah, Jonas. What is, what is that supposed to mean?
0: What do huh? you mean? You that? know what the sad thing is? I don't know what you're talking about. Do you want to know why I can't make it? Because it's so gosh darn hard to get to State College. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, So where do you, because there's an airport in State College, right? You're going right?
5: into State, yeah. You're yeah. going into State College tomorrow?
0: Uh, no, 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 no. This wasn't this week. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. it was next week. Oh. I forgot it's tomorrow. That's right. It is next. No, week. we're going to Austin. Oh, we're going yeah. to Austin. I wish I have to go today. But, but
5: then you're yeah. going to state college right from Austin. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Just say yeah. just go with it. Yep. Yeah, just go with it.
3: Yeah, just go with it. I mean you just fly into state college. What's the problem?
5: It's it's hard to get into state college. Yeah, it yeah. takes at least two flights. Yeah. Damn. You don't have a PJ
3: you can loan 'em, Labar? Uh
5: I do, but you know. All right. I don't use it very often. Yeah. I
0: don't I don't, you know. You know the tough thing is is uh, I don't have no PJ, but there's not, there's not many like like you, if, if you make a decision to go to state college late for a big game, there's no restaurant re- you know reservations available. <laughs> and like, and state College. Yeah. right. yeah. So that's always the fun part. Like logistically, when they're booking out stuff and all those things, it's like, well, but probably should have made a dinner don't... reservation like six months ago.
5: if you, know? you don't have a dinner uh, uh, you know available to you go to the corner room. And tell them I sent you. They'll find they'll find some space for you. The, the corner, corner room, yeah, the corner room, right. or or you go and you order DP dough from your room. Oh, and you cannot go wrong with DP dough. DP dough. D P. <sighs> leave it alone. Dough. Um. Looking at the I, corner room here. This place may, is great. Yeah, corner room is.
3: Yeah, that's a good looking sandwich there. Good salad. That's that the spot. Right? Established 1926, the corner room. There you go. The Penn State tradition. That's hot, man. Mm-hmm. Between that and a graduate hotel, come on, man. State College got that? it on lockdown. All right, it is uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, there is a rumor of a potential blockbuster trade in the NFL. Find out what it is here on FSR.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
3: you to be a part of it. We're gonna be talking sports, of course, but we're also gonna talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's gonna be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go, Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you can see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. People at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do it yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at oReillyauto.com/2pros. That's oReillyauto.com/2pros.
7: I'm Celia Mosen and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.
3: It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. It's LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios, there's a team in the NFL, a surprising one, that is going through a difficult time right now. A difficult time, yet still winning a bunch of games. We'll explain who that is coming up here again a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com.
4: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you... In case you missed it,
3: and for that we turn it over to our executive producer Lee Delap.
9: Morning, everybody. Morning, Jonas. Morning, Brady. Morning, Levar. Morning, guys. In case you missed this, a story that's That's right, baby. Guys, in case case you missed it, uh, we've talked a lot about Bill Belichick this season, him getting the contract extension, whether or not he's on the— Hey, Brady. (laughs) There it is. Contract extension for Bill Belichick during the offseason, whether or not he's on the hot seat. Well, this from our favorite guy, Mike Florio, saying that he's heard theories out there that when the season ends, Josh Harris, the new owner of the Commanders, is going to call the Patriots to inquire about what it would take to get Bill Belichick.
5: Oh, please. What do you mean? Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy.
3: What's your, uh, come on, VAR. They haven't done that in Washington before where they go out and get you know, a bunch of
5: big names. <laughs> what's, what's <laughs> Not the at problem? all. Not at all. First oh, off, no. Lee,
0: can you go back over the exact transcript? Transcript is this reports or
9: theories? Oh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll give you a little more context here. I'm hearing chatter. To quote here. I'm I'm hearing chatter to this effect. Not that I'm reporting, but when you're plugged into the NFL grapevine, <laughs> Wait, go and back and in, say it again. Go okay, back and here's say it. Again. The, here's the quote. I'm hearing chatter to this effect. Not that it's reporting, but when you're plugged into the NFL grapevine and you hear something like this, it's too good to keep to yourself.
0: Yeah. So someone had a few beers and proposed this idea. Or theory, and now they're running with it. Uh, dude, like, Look,
3: uh, uh, Florio, have some balls and just go all the way with it. Stop yeah. dipping your toe in the water. Didn't
0: he kill off a guy and then have to apologize for it before or something? <laughs> Yikes. Well, no, nah, I'm yeah. saying, like, didn't they report, like, a death that wasn't true? Oh. Yeah, probably, but it happens, you know. Uh, this, the funny thing is, I know it's happened because Jonas has pointed it out for years, and somehow at this moment he's not re- recalling. Who I, it I was.
3: don't. really Florio This pointing, was this
0: was literally an alley oop for Jonas. I don't remember. Somehow,
3: honestly, God, I don't remember Florio reporting a death that wasn't true.
0: Oh jeez. Liderlin- football talk, door. This I, is un- now. I have to look this up. Spend time doing this instead of doing our well, show. Well, you type faster than me.
3: i uh, sorry. It's oh. a it's a blessing you have. And sometimes it's a curse. Let's see. Like who who did they report died that actually didn't die? That's why you go to TMZ for that stuff. They're usually pretty
0: accurate when it comes to those stories. What do we got? Who they say died? I'm reading through it now. That's the problem. Is this is what you do? You used to talk about this on Sunday nights for years. Yeah, but I, I try and grow no, okay. Out of those I'll get to the points. This Jonas can't follow up today. Here's the reality. Is could it be talked about? Should should actually should they call and see what that number would be? Of course. Like I've always said, from a front office perspective, you have to make everyone tell you no. Like if if you are, and obviously they're not going to do it right now this year because Ron Rivera is their head coach. But if you're looking for a head coach, why wouldn't you? If you feel like Robert Kraft is no longer in good standing with with where Bill Belichick, what he's done. Why wouldn't you call and say, hey, he's under contract. What would it take to get a trade done? Mm. I mean, that's the reality of it. It's no different than John Lynch who called the Patriots, I don't know how many years in a row, and said, hey, what would it cost to get Tom Brady? Not going to trade him. Okay. Like, make them tell you no. Or say, hey, if if it did ever happen, what would that number look like? So at least you know the market. Like, at least you know what that potentially could be worth. It might never come in, in hand for Tom Brady like it never did. But it might for another player. If you look at him as a franchise player, be like, hey, one time actually this team said this is what Tom Brady's value was. Maybe that's what Patrick Mahomes would be. You know what I'm saying? Like you just you have to to take every opportunity to get as much information as you can and call around and see if it's even impossible. So as far as a theory, sure. But that's what every good owner or general manager or whoever is in charge of that process should be doing. I'm out on that one. <laughs>
3: bring back memories?
5: I uh, don't bring him in. Yeah. What else we got, Lee?
9: Speaking of more fake stories from uh, Pro Football Talk, Eric Sollenberger, who's a frequent commenter on PFT, uh, shared a screenshot from The Athletic Premium Plus, which is not a thing, uh, but it duped a lot of people. It said, apparently the last straw was when Josh McDaniels, who is well known around the league's circles as a guy who goes all out for Halloween, came to the Raiders facility dressed as Mark Davis the day after losing to the Lions on Monday Night Football. This then resulted in Mark Davis taking in stride, ordering P.F. Chang's and telling him to check the for cookie, which then said, you're fired. <laughs> Duped a lot of people
3: in thinking that people was a real story. People bought that story? Yes, they did. Oh, good. God bless them, you know?
0: Mm. <laughs> by the way, I, I found the Is story. Is that true? You can look at the text chain, by the way, Jonas. Is that oh, true?
3: I don't, I don't remember that. Oh my gosh. I, I really don't remember us talking about that.
0: It's unbelievable. You would bring this up literally once a year. I,
3: I, no, I think you're confusing reports. I, the Brian Williams stuff, for sure. But I don't, I don't remember this one at all. It was Terry
0: Bradshaw back in January of 2007.
3: Yeah, I love right. Terry Bradshaw. I don't remember that one. I'll try and jog my <laughs> memory out too.
0: Dude.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen
0: live. Oh,
4: oh, oh, O'Reilly.
1: Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala.
7: We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a
1: podcast! podcast.